the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Praise the Lord and welcome to the program. This is our first uh, broadcast of the new year. So let me wish you a happy new year, a happy 2019. May the Lord bless this year. May his abundance and prosperity be with you. And may you grow in his grace and in his knowledge. And as as we do always, let's open the program with prayer. Let's just seek the Lord. So Father, we thank you, Uncle Don. We thank you and we praise you, Lord. And I pray for this year, for 2019, Father, that this would be a year of abundance of your grace, of your mercy, an abundance of, of what you desire to give to your people, Father. I pray for, Lord, that this would be a year of maturity, a year of growth, a year, Lord, that we would just dwell in your presence and bask in your love and just experience all your blessings. Lord, I pray that we would be a blessing to others. And Father, that you would share with us that we would share with others. And I thank you, Lord. Lord, I pray for this next hour. Lord, that you would use this radio broadcast. Use it, Lord, to bless your people. Let there be prayer. Let there be your word. Let there be truth. Let there be ministry, Lord, to your people. In Jesus' name I pray. And I thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, again, welcome to the program. And welcome to the new year. And... You're listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour. I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour, and we'll be taking your calls and talking about the Bible, of course. We are a live program. Yes, I know it's raining outside, it's cold, and <clears throat> fighting off this cough and this cold, but we're here. We're here in studio to be used. Lord, we just want you to use us tonight. Use this program tonight. We want to be used for God's glory tonight, that we would be able to, to be with you, to pray with you, to share with you, that the Lord would just use this program, that the Holy Spirit would just move right now through this program. So if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, you know, we're here. We're here to take your calls. We're here to pray with you. You know, we've we've got some people we want to pray for already, but we want to pray with you. What are your needs? What's going on in your life? What do you need to bring before the Lord tonight? The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995. Nine nine five 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 two for the live on air calls. If you have something you want to just bring before the Lord in prayer, look what the Bible says. It says in Psalm fifty six sixteen, "As for me, I shall call upon God, and the Lord will save me. Evening and morning and at noon, I will complain. I will murmur, and He will hear my voice." He will redeem my soul in peace. And then drop down to 22, it says, Cast your burden upon the Lord, and he will sustain you. He will never allow the righteous to be shaken. He will sustain you. As for me, I want to call upon God. How about you? Are you going to call upon the Lord tonight? Call upon God and seek him and pray with him. Let, let us pray with you. Let us pray for you. Let us bring your burdens before the Lord. Let's all of us cast our burdens before God. If you know somebody who needs prayer, if you know somebody who's suffering in the hospital or suffering in sickness, or if there's a a need for salvation or a need for restoration, I implore you, call in tonight and let's pray. Let's bring these people. Let's stand in the gap for others. Let's bring our loved ones before the Lord. Let's bring those who we know need prayer. Let's bring them before the Lord. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. 
If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, there's something you want to bring before the Lord, let's get together and pray. How about your Bible questions? Is there something that you want to talk about tonight? Is there a, 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 a question in your mind tonight about Scripture, about theology, about doctrine? Whatever's on your mind tonight, if you have a Bible-related question, uh, a, a question related to world religions, the cults, the occult, whatever's on your mind tonight, let's seek the Lord tonight. Let's seek the Word of God tonight for the answer to your question. You know, we were, uh, Eddie Mitchell and I were just on Instagram live for two hours with uh, Ronnie from uh, from Chicago, and we were on his Instagram live show, and we talked about the early church. We talked about the beginnings of the church so if you watched that program, we were on for two hours tonight. Uh, if, if you watched that program and you have a comment or you have a, a question that wasn't answered on that program tonight about the early church, how the church started here in America, how, how the church started here in Los Angeles, or, or, or anything related to Christianity, related to the church, related to doctrine, whatever's on your mind tonight, call in tonight and we'll see to get you the answer We'll see to get you the truth. You know, it's not just enough to have an answer. We need to have the truth. We need to have what's real. So call in tonight and let's look for the truth. The truth is in his word. Numbers eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two for the live on their calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody needs prayer, you got a Bible question, a topic, uh, something you want to talk about. You know, a lot of people are talking about uh, this thing about uh, once saved, always saved again. And can you lose your salvation? I'd like to hear from you guys. What do you think? Can a person lose their salvation? Can a person give up their salvation? Can a person look saved and not be saved? What's the deal? What's everybody talking about? What's going on with this? You know, and, uh, you know, I want doctrine. I don't want opinions. I want, what does the Bible say? Where is salvation? How do we, we know how to receive salvation. How do we sustain? How do we keep in Christ? You know, the Bible says, if anyone is in Christ, what does that mean? If anyone is in Christ, he's a new creature. You know, you've been saved by grace. We want doctrine. We want the true teaching of the Bible. So if you've got something you want to talk about tonight, a question, a comment, a prayer request, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-the-air calls for your questions, your praise reports, topics, testimonies, and most of all, your prayer requests. 888-995-5552. 888-995-5552. Well, let's pray for some people. I want to pray for, for Mary up in Portland, uh, who's going to be going for some treatments for, for a, a tumor. We also want to pray for Barbara, and especially we want to pray for Tony, uh, for the Lord's will to be done in his life, and especially to pray for his family, that the Lord would give them peace, comfort, and wisdom. We also want to pray for a woman in Houston, Texas, Dutch Abushel. I just found out tonight that she's in the hospital and she needs prayer. So, we bring these prayer requests before you. We pray for, for Mary. We pray for Barbara. We pray for Tony. For Dutch We pray, Lord, for these, your children, who are in need of prayer, who are in need of healing, who are in need of miracles. I just pray, Lord that there would be healing in their life, that there would be restoration, that there would be peace and that there would be comfort, and there would be a touch of your hand upon each and every one of them, Lord. So we pray according to your will, in Jesus' name, let your name be glorified. Amen. Amen. Well, again, the number, if you want to call in tonight, is 888-995-5552. It's easy to remember, 888 888- Nine nine five fifty five fifty two for the live on air calls for your prayer requests, your questions, praise reports, topics, whatever. And again, I'm going to say excuse me for fighting off this cold, but we're going to keep going. I want to remind you that we get together every Friday night for prayer and for worship and the study of God's word. 
So if you're looking for some place to be on Friday night, come out to LA Gypsy Church. We get together every Friday night at 8 p.m. for prayer and worship and the Word of God. The address is 805 North 1st Avenue. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. Every Friday night, yes, I know it's a week away, but you can put an alert on your smartphone. Mark it on your calendar. Do something and remind yourself to be at LA Gypsy Church next Friday night at 8 p.m. for prayer and for worship. If you're looking for some place to worship, if you're looking for some place to be, I just want to be before the Lord and get, get into his presence. I encourage you to come out and worship with us. Come out and be with us on Friday nights at 8 p.m. The address is 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's easy to get to. Just take the 210 freeway. Come into Arcadia. Get off at Santa Anita Avenue. Go north on Santa Anita for one block. Go to Foothill Boulevard. Make a right on Foothill and go one more block to 1st Avenue. Make another right. And you'll see us at the corner of Forest and 1st Avenue at 805 North 1st in the city of Arcadia. So come out next Friday night. We'll be there at 8 (coughs) o'clock. Excuse me. Don't forget to pray this week and ask the Lord and see if he would have you support us uh, with prayer and with finances. So if you've been blessed by this program and you want to keep us on the air, you know, we just started a new year. This is our 32nd year. We've been here for 32 years here at KKLA, and we've loved being here. We want to continue to to be with you on on Saturday nights. We want to continue to be here to pray with you and to just bring you God's Word. So if you want to be a blessing to us and to others, uh, make a check or money order out, big or small, whatever you can afford. Whatever you can afford to, to send in, everything helps. So make your check or money order out to the to to uh, the Gypsy Christian Hour, and send it into PO Box nine three nine one seven Pasadena California nine one one zero nine. That's the Gypsy Christian Hour, PO Box nine three nine one seven Pasadena California nine one one zero nine. And if you didn't get the address, don't worry; they'll give it to you again before we go off the air. Okay. Uh, one more thing, we're on podcast. So if you've missed a program and you want to catch up with some programs that you've missed or you want to share this program with somebody, just tell them about kkla.com and look for the podcast page. We're there. We've got over 100 programs archived. And you can listen to one or two or all of them if you want. Uh, there's some there that are uh, a couple of years old. So, you know, you can catch up, listen to the, see what see what's there. There's a lot of programs on the uh, on the podcast page besides us, you've got the Gypsy Christian Hour, you've got John MacArthur, Greg Laurie, many, many uh, great teachings. So, you know, get into the Word, listen to the Word, and be a part of what's going on here at KKLA. Well, we're going to go to our first caller. And if you want to call in tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. The first caller we're going to take is Denise. Hi, Denise. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Hi. God bless you. Um, I'm driving um, way, on my way home from work, and I listen to you every weekend. Oh, praise the and Lord. I just want to say thank you. I, I, I hear it in your voice. There's so, so much compassion and, and your belief in, in the Lord. And I love Jesus, and I, and I just want to ask for prayer for... I've been going the last four years uh, through. I woke up one day, and I just couldn't walk. I was so stiff, but never since I've been going through so much pain. Seeing the doctor, they finally tell me they believe it's arthritis, my hips, and now it's just going throughout my whole body. That There's days that I have flare-ups, and I can't walk, but I still need to work. And I know that God is able to, to heal me. I believe I believe that he is the one that, that will, will heal me, you know, if it's his will. And I want to ask just for someone to help Amen. pray with me. Amen. Lord, your your word tells us in Psalm 56, as for me, I shall call upon God. It even says, Lord, that evening and morning I can complain, I can murmur, Lord, and tell you what's going on. And Lord, Denise wants to tell you right now, Father, that she's hurting with this arthritis, Lord. She's hurting, Father. And it's something that, Lord, that, 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 that doesn't go away on its own. 
it needs the touch of God. It needs the healing, the supernatural healing of a mighty and awesome God. So, Father, we stand in that gap. We pray, Lord, for healing for Denise, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you would take this pain, Lord, away, that you would take this arthritis, Father, and cast it away from, from Denise, Father. I just pray, Lord, that as she reaches up to touch the, the hem of your garment, like the woman who, who, who suffered, Lord, with the, with the issue of blood, Lord, how she was healed instantaneously, Lord. I pray, Lord, that as we lift up this prayer, Father, as as Denise lifts up this prayer to ask and to seek, Lord, to touch the hem of your garment, that she would be healed instantaneously, Lord, completely and totally healed from arthritis, Lord, never to suffer from this pain again, Father. I just pray, Lord, your grace, your mercy, your love, Father, upon her. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you, Denise. You do. God bless. Thank you. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Jeremiah. Hey, Jeremiah, you're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, Sammy. How you doing, buddy? Happy New Year. Doing okay. Uh, happy, happy New, New Year. Year. God bless your New Year. Don't do the dope box. I hope that God 2019 is a good year for you guys. Thank you. Amen. And happy Lord's Day and happy Sunday. And I, I got something to say about always, about, about that, what you were saying about the salvation. Uh-huh. And I wanted to ask you something. I'm going to text you tomorrow off my phone. Okay. Is any way you could text me the P.O. box? Because I can't sure. help this month, but next month I'm I'm going to send you a donation. I want to keep you guys on the radio. Station. No problem. We will. We will. I'll do that. That's not a problem. Okay. No problem. Okay. okay. I want to say something. Listen. Okay. So I'm not going to mention no names. Okay. Uh-huh. But I I think you know you heard something on Instagram a couple of days ago. I'm not going to say nothing. But somebody said, and you know. Uh, God, uh, if you do wrong, God can't forgive you. Well, that's a lie, because that's why God died for us on the cross, and that's why God took 39 stripes on his back, and he got whipped for us. Am I right or wrong? Well, it tells us in the Bible, of course, that Jesus died for our sins. You know, yes. Jesus died on the cross. That you know, the last, one, of the, one of the last things that Jesus said was to tell us die. Now, that's Greek for paid in full. What did he pay for? He paid for our sins. He paid the debt that we could never pay. Amen. He went on the cross and, and as a sacrifice for our sins. He paid for our sins that he might forgive us of our sins. You know, uh, the Bible tells us if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord, you shall be saved. So, yeah, Jesus Christ died for our sins. I understand. And he forgives us. When you ask for forgiveness, he forgives you. Yes. But also somebody said once you mess up, uh, he won't forgive you no more. Well, I I don't believe that. I believe that. I don't believe in that either. And the thing is, here's here's the thing. What I believe doesn't matter. What does the Bible teach? The the Bible teaches he'll he'll forgive you. Well, let me read to you what the Bible teaches. Let's go to 1 John, okay, 1, 9. 1 John 1 9 tells us this. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So, you know, and, and here and here's another thing. It doesn't just say if we confess our sins once. It says if we can continue to confess our sins, if we keep on confessing our sins. It's not something we do once and then we forget about it for the rest of our lives. No, every time we sin, every time we fall, we need to confess our sins to the Lord and we need to repent from those sins and we need to ask for his righteousness, his holiness, his cleansing, you know, and we need to move on. You know, don't, you know, don't, don't get caught up in doing the same thing over and over and over again, you know, which a lot of us do. We get caught up into into the same fall into the same sin over and over again. But we can repent and we can be cleansed. It says he's not gonna just forgive you. He said he's gonna cleanse it says if we confess our sins, he is faithful to and righteous to forgive us and then do something else, to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He doesn't want to just forgive you, he wants to cleanse you. Yes, he wants to cleanse you and he wants to get you away from that. <laughs> That's sin. right. Okay, well let me tell you, okay, let me tell you. But also look you cannot. Yes, you could be. Yes, you're. Yes, you're saved. But that don't mean you could do sin, like do murder and do anything, and then then uh, God. It doesn't mean you can you practice can. a lifestyle of sin. It there does, you go. You know, because let me tell you why. I know this, okay, and I know you could back this up right now, okay. It says if you keep doing the same sin over and over and over, God can't forgive you no more. 
And if you know it's a sin and you're thinking stupid thoughts and you know what's going to happen, God won't forgive here's, you for that. Am here, I right? Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Jeremiah. If you live a lifestyle of sin, then have you really been saved? Were you really ever saved? Because Jesus right. doesn't say that you're gonna be that you're gonna be saved and then live a lifestyle of sin. Do you do we struggle with sin? Yes, we struggle every day with sin. Do we fall into sin every day? Some of us do. Some of us fall into sin every day. But what do we do? We repent, we confess, and we continue to go on with the with, with the yep. Lord. We continue to go on. But here's the thing, there's no excuse. There's no making excuses for sin. There's no justifying sin. Sin is sin, and it's disobedience to God. Yes, and everything is a sin. Not well. I I don't. I wouldn't say everything is a sin. You know, well, the, Bible, the Bible doesn't tell us I mean. that everything but is. But I sin. heard like this. Okay, listen. But I heard like this. I heard if you keep doing the same sin over and over and over, God won't forgive you for it. He can't forgive well, you. Well, here's you the thing. Sin. Here's the, and I believe the Bible teaches as long as we're alive and we're breathing. There's a chance and a hope for us to be totally cleansed from sin. Yes, I know that. I believe that strongly, and you, you know, know, I believe that. And how's everybody doing? How's JC? How's everybody's Jimmy? How's everybody's doing fine, thanks. Okay, well, Sammy, I'll let you get back to your radio. Okay. Listen, I'm going to text you tomorrow. Please text me the PO. I will do that. Okay. okay. Pray for us too, Sammy. Keep us in prayer. I'm going to hang up. Pray okay. for us after after I hang up on the radio. If you could pray for us, because sure, God really knows what we need. God bless you, you Jeremiah. Pray for us. God bless you. And I encourage everybody to pray for Jeremiah as we pray right now, Jeremiah. Lord, we pray for Jeremiah and his mom. Is We just pray, Lord, that your perfect will would be accomplished in their life, Lord, that your power would be in their life, Lord, and that you would lead them and guide them according to your desire. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Eddie. Hi, Eddie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How you doing, Sam? Doing Okay. Oh, I had a question to ask you. Okay. Um, how did your How did your message go last Sunday on the Holy Spirit? Oh, the message went well. Thank you for asking. We were at uh, I was at uh, Pastor Steve Johnson's church, Truth of the Bible Ministries, and uh-huh. I was preaching on the Holy Spirit. And get, the the title was "Getting to Know Him." Do we really know oh, the Holy okay. Spirit? I was though yeah. commenting on on uh, when they asked John the, John the, the Baptist. They asked his disciples, you know, have you received the Holy Spirit? And they said, we didn't even know there was a Holy Spirit. And not to, you know, how many Christians today ha- haven't really been introduced to the third person of the Trinity? And he's the one who's who's so important to us uh, in, our, in our daily walk that he would lead us, that he would teach us, that he would guide us. We need a living relationship with the Holy Spirit. Yes. Um, I was going to ask you something. Um, you know, when a person is demon-possessed, for example... Okay. You know, okay, and if uh, I know not everybody should pray for them because you have to examine your walk with the Lord. Now, right. I know their power, demons are powerful and they can knock you down. Mm-hmm. So are you saying yeah. when, a, when a person or a Christian is demon possessed? No, I'm talking about a, a, a person. Say a a person. Right, because a, a Christian, I don't believe Christians can be demon possessed. No. But I believe that we should be praying, you know, whenever we see anybody suffering or we see anybody in any kind of situation that isn't of God, that we need to be praying for them. We need to be praying, right. you know, yeah. and, and, and here's the thing, just because a person is acting in a certain way doesn't mean they're demon-possessed. There, uh, there's, mm-hmm. there, there can also be mental illness, there also could be paranoia, there could be all kinds yeah. of things going on. Yeah. But I also right. believe that people, there, there are people walking around that are demon-possessed, I believe that also. There are spiritual battles going on, there are powers and principalities at work. Uh-huh. You know, uh, Paul tells us that our battle is not with flesh and blood, but with powers and principalities that are, that are, that are, that are, that are, at work in the world. But here's uh-huh. the thing, no matter what is going on in a person's life, we can still pray for them. We can still yeah. bring them before the Lord and we can lift them up. You know, you don't have to lay hands, you don't have to be with that person and pray for them, but you can pray for them when you're in your prayer closet. You can pray for them in your meditation time, your devotional time. But when you when the Lord inspires you, when the Lord puts it on your heart to pray for somebody, do it. That's a prompting right. of the Holy Spirit. That's the Lord leading you to be used of Him to pray for somebody. Yeah, because you know, I, last Sunday I went to church. I stopped at Seven Eleven to get a cup of coffee, and you know, there are a lot of homeless people out in the streets. 
and this man said that he was a backslider, that he was uh-huh. born, but then he says he's demon possessed. And I asked him, what, what, are you saved or are you out of fellowship right now? And he said, well, I'm out of fellowship. For years I've been out of fellowship, but I know the spirit's in me that won't let go. Well, I believe he's being deceived. At, at best, he's yeah. being deceived. You know, at worst, you know, there's a there's a, a you know demonic activity in his life. You know, if a person is really saved, they have the Holy Spirit living in them, and they cannot be demon possessed. You know, yeah. even yeah, I believe I even believe there could be some mental illness there for him to believe something like that. But like, uh-huh. but like I was saying, you could pray for him as the Lord leads yeah. you, as the Lord reminds you, as the Holy Spirit prompts you. Pray for him, lift him up in prayer. Okay, Eddie? Is, is Frank Sontag going to have the men's gathering next month? Frank Sontag, yes. He's going to be uh, at the Central Bible Church. That's Bishop Ulmer's church. In uh, okay. um, It's out near the airport. Uh, I think it's on Florence Avenue out in Inglewood. So uh, go to kkla.com. You'll see it on there. Uh, Kingdom men's ga- uh, King- you can go to Kingdom Men's Gathering or just put in Frank Sontag in your in your yeah. Google, and you'll find out all the information. But, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Now, and here's, here's the thing. Greg Laurie, Greg Laurie is going to be speaking. Uh, Michael Francis is going to be speaking. Daryl Strawberry is going to be there. So it's going to be an interesting day uh, oh, okay. over at just Central like Bible Church. Were, yeah, just like the ones, uh, what, six months ago? What's that? Just like the one six months ago? Yes. Strawberry. Yeah, last last time, uh, six months ago, it was out at yeah. uh, Cottonwood. This, Cottonwood, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, good talking okay. to you, Eddie. Okay, God bless. God bless. And if you'd like to call in tonight, we'll be here for the next half an hour. We've got a little more than half an hour left in the program. Call in. The number is 888 888- Nine nine five 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 two. I guess nobody was watching the Instagram tonight. If you were watching Instagram and you have a comment on uh, on Eddie and I being on Instagram tonight with Ronnie from Chicago talking about the early church, or if you have a question about the early church or how the ministry began here uh, in Los Angeles or with Lerome, call in tonight. The number is eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's eight eight eight. Nine nine five fifty five fifty two. If you have a prayer request, something you want to bring before the Lord, a Bible question, a topic, anything at all, call in tonight. The number is eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. We're going to go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Jim. Hi, Jim. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help? How can we pray for you hey, tonight, Pastor, Pastor Sam? I just want to say that I've been to uh, one of those uh, gatherings with Frank, uh, with um, uh, some friends, and. Uh, Michael Francis and Daryl Strawberry and Jack Graham were there, and it was pretty awesome. You know, they were all talking about life uh, situations they had that, you know, people could relate to, you know. Yep. And, uh, you, they should have you speak there, if you know, Frank <laughs> or any of them. Well, sure, why not? Thanks. I appreciate that. You should call him. And, you know, he's always saying, give me, you know, send me an email and give me some suggestions. But I have been on Frank's show. We, uh, I was on Frank's show last year. He did yep. a series on uh, racism. And... Uh, I was on. Yeah, his, I remember. I was on his you, show. You were, yep, I remember that you were you were interviewed. It was a great interview. It was a very Frank asks very good, thought provoking questions, and he's a good listener. He he doesn't interrupt and he talks slow. And like a lot of people, they, they talk fast and you talk slow, and then you 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 learn something. You 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 walk away and you and you say, gee, that that's pretty uh that's pretty deep. You know what you want to do, and uh, I think Frank's a very good interviewer, and he uh, you know he he's come along. Well, I remember when he used to be. I'm going to get to my prayer request, but I remember when he was on, uh, he worked with ABC and he was a disc jockey and he was very, very down on Christians. I remember that. So when I yep. saw that he was, he changed, I was stunned. But, you know, when Chandler Haney, who does the, uh, the incredible, uh, you know, he's a, he's the narrator and the, 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 you know, on, on KKLA says, you know, listen to the guy who used to hang up on Christians. When he, when I, heard <laughs> him say, I said, Frank used to be hostile towards him. He said, ah, get out of here. He used to hang up on people then. He had an attitude, but he, he's come a long way. So yep. people can change. Yeah. And I, I heard Frank, you know, Frank has said, uh, <laughs> that he would talk to Buddhists and he would talk to, People who were uh, Hindus and Hare Krishna. Mm-hmm. He talked to everybody except Christians. He would not talk to Christians. He hated. He just would hang up on them as soon as they mentioned the Bible or anything like that. He was very hostile to Christians. But he was. But he, it's he amazing, was, but you know. Come, he's listen. He's come a long way. I mean, uh, yes, he has. So I, I give him credit for that. 
you know, I, I wanted to say that every day I always ask the Lord to forgive me of my sins. Uh, I'm the kind of person who doesn't intentionally mean to sin. I mean, we, you know, sometimes you you encounter difficulties in life and you get frustrated and you mm-hmm. try to learn to handle your emotions better and learn to forgive and not do stupid things. And so, you know, when I do, I just basically uh, ask you to forgive me because the Lord is not deliberately waiting there and saying, ooh, I'm going to beat you with a two-by-four. He's not looking to lay a guilt trip on us. He just wants us to humble and acknowledge that he's a king because, hey, he did something nobody else ever did. He conquered death and he gives us eternal life and he just wants us to be humble and not be arrogant and, uh, you know, and admit that we're, we're flawed and admit our, our faults and our, and he'll, he'll work to, uh, to help us to overcome them, even if we struggle with it. But Amen. it's not like we're intentionally saying, gee, I think I'll go out and do this deliberately and stuff. Some people do struggle and they don't mean to, but uh, he does forgive us, you know? So, Amen. And, um, what I was going to say is I wanted to call, ask for prayer. Um, the Lord is blessing me because I've been, uh, over the years, I've, I've 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 developed a lot of skills, and I uh, I I have a therapist, and she's a Christian, and she's really good, and she's read resumes. She goes, I like your resume. She goes, Why don't you redo it? And she goes, Here, let me offer some suggestions. And man, her suggestions were great. She says, I think you have a lot of skills, but you you have a tendency sometimes because you you you've not you know you're tra- you've overcome. I said, Well, I'm more focused now than I've ever been, so I've learned to do it. She says, Well, yeah, you want to kind of put your focus in here so people won't, you know, kind of rein it in a little bit. So mm-hmm. my prayer is is that I've got some, some opportunities that are really coming, you know, coming upon me. I think that's coming from the Lord. And I want to pray because the extra money would, making some decent money would, would help, you know, with basic things like if I needed to see a chiropractor. But Basically, I like to give to ministries mm-hmm. that are bringing souls to Christ, like yours and others. And I've given over the years, and I, it's, it's something I do, like Chuck Swindoll says, cheerfully. And it, it, to me, it's part of my mission in life to uh, to try to—I um, don't need to re- reinvent the wheel—but to give to ministries that are that are bringing souls to Christ. You know, that are bringing before the rapture, as I call it, BTR instead of ATR after the rapture. Mm-hmm. And so that's my goal. And my prayer is, so I have an increase in that. Number two, um, I want to pray for, um, of course, the rapture. I believe in it, and uh, of the church, and uh, figure, you know, be, to be rapture ready. And uh, the other, the third thing is, I'm very appalled at the lack of civility in our society. Uh, uh, President Trump, I know he's got his um, his side sometimes where he's gotten into, you know. Um, I thought some, you know, kind of stupid, you know, stupid remarks, yeah, yeah, stuffs and stuffs. But right. I don't like when Robert De Niro says I'd like to punch him out, and Madonna right. says I thought of blowing up the White House. And this Congresswoman in in um, and Maxine Waters said, you know, just slam the door in people's face if you don't like him. And this Congresswoman saying we're going to impeach the I won't even yeah, say what you she can. said. We but can't it's, even it's, say that. No, no, no. And but the fact that she word. would use that type of that type of language in. Yeah. In front of her own child, or in front of her own son, it was, it's just, you know, I, I, I understand that people are are upset or hostile, and they don't they hate the president, but that doesn't mean we throw respect out out the window. Sam, let me tell you something. Ephraim Zimelis Jr. was a wonderful actor, and he was a Christian, you know. Mm-hmm. And if he would be, he would be appalled by that kind of language. He died a few years ago, and he, James Garner was his buddy. The people from that generation had class. Yes. They never, ever, ever went around using vicious language like that to, to 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 describe somebody that they didn't just because they didn't agree with them. And this this kind of language, I think the hippies and the counterculture fifty years ago you know, let loose this kind of thing of do your own thing, whatever floats your boat. And I think that that's the root of where this came from. But even then you had standards, mm-hmm. talk show hosts, Dick Cavett and others that didn't use this kind of language. But it's just really appalling that to see that kind of anger because there's no wisdom and there's no maturity in it at all. None. It just divides and makes everything worse. That's right. And it's worth praying about. So let's pray. Absolutely it is. And I don't like it. And look, I've struggled over the years. They were t- using profanity, but I've actually been a, won a great victory over that. Uh, you know, and just like I've learned to forgive people and not to carry resentment. So I'm no saint myself. I'm imperfect and I've struggled. I know what that's about. But I I think what appalled me is when I heard other people talking that way and it reminded me, I said, gee, why did I start talking that way? I wasn't raised that way. And, you know, my generation, the boomers, we rebelled against everything. So we got caught up in that. But you know, you, you, you still, we have to, it's, it's, I, I don't like it. And so I'm glad that I, 
I think the Lord was showing me, uh, you know, to, you know, to, to, you don't have to be, you know, use that, even though we mm-hmm. unconsciously may use it without meaning to. But still, I don't like that kind of language. It's just mean and it's rotten, and I don't like it. And know? and Jesus spoke against it. You know, uh, if you if you look at the Sermon on the Mount, you know, he talks yeah. about not even calling your brother a fool. You know, if you call your brother a fool, you're worthy of facing the judgment, facing judgment, right. facing the judge. So, so Father, we come before you, Lord. Yes. And Lord, I just pray for for my brother Jim, and I pray, Lord, that you would increase his territory, Lord. That you would just give him the abundance of favor, Lord, in this year, Lord. That you would increase him, Lord, spiritually. That you would increase him, Lord, physically, as his that his health, that he would be in health. And, Father, that you would increase his finances, Lord. Lord, we know that you are the God who owns the cattle on a thousand hills. The gold and the silver is yours, and you do with it as you will, Lord. And I just pray, Lord, that Jim would find favor in your eyes, Lord, and that you would increase his bank account, Lord, that he might be able to bless others. Lord, I just pray this, Father, according to your will and your purpose in his life. Lord, and I thank you and I praise you, Lord. We pray about the rapture, Lord. You know, the, your your word tells, encourages us to pray, Lord, come quickly. Father, we pray, yeah. Lord, that every soul that can be saved would be saved and that that day would come quickly, Lord, that you would come for your church and that we yeah. would all be ready for the rapture, Lord, that we would all be looking to the yeah. sky, Lord, and, and listening for the trumpet, Lord, and that we would be ready yeah. at, the, at, the, at the twinkling, in the twinkling of an eye, Lord, to just meet you in the air and be with you yeah. always and forevermore. And Lord, we pray about the civility that is lacking in this country, Father. I pray that you would move upon people, Lord, your people, and even the unsaved people, Lord, who do not believe. Lord, I pray for the people in Congress and, and, and the senators, Lord, and, and, and governors, and yes, Lord, for our president, those who, are, who, who rule in this country, Lord. You encourage us in Romans 13, you said, you say for us to pray for those and to, to submit ourselves to those in government, Father, that you've appointed those who are in, 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 in those roles. So, Father, we pray, Lord, that your blessing would be upon them and that your wisdom... Yeah. And that your Holy Spirit would guide them, Father, and that there would be, Lord, a, a, a resurgence, Lord, of civility and respect and class. Lord, bring it back, Father. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Hey, that was a wonderful, heartfelt prayer. And uh, one last point when I brought up the fact about the cussing and I made the fat point that I've used it before, I just like to always point out to people so they know I'm not a hypocrite that I've struggle with those things, but I have also improved in tremendous areas and become gaining self-awareness. So I keep myself, say, ah, don't do that, you know, so this way. And I actually like, I don't like that kind of behavior. And I like when I can gain a victory over it. It's not easy, but it's, it's, it's certainly rewarding. I'll tell you that. Amen. Amen. And every victory that's won in the name of Christ is a victory that glorifies him. Amen. Hey, that's what it's all about. He's the king, my friend. Right. Well, God bless you, Jim. It was a pleasure speaking you to you too. tonight. God bless. You pleasure taking speaking to you, Pastor Sam. Take care. God bless you. Good night. Amen. Well, praise the Lord. If you'd like to call in tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. And we're going to go to our next caller and talk to Vicki. Hi, Vicki. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi, Vicki. The, are you there? I am. I am. I'm sorry. I do. I'm here, sir. There you go. Hi, Sam, you? Doing well. How are you doing? Thankful. Well, praise the Lord and Happy New Year. Thank you. So, um, first of all, I I like to pray a short prayer, and then if you would uh, speak on John eighteen, it talks about Jesus' um, portrayal and arrest. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, if you could just uh, briefly talk about that, but all right, what's, can I pray for us? Sure. Go ahead and pray. Okay. Father God, we come to you in your son's namesake, and we want to say that we don't have to understand everything that's happening around us and even within our household, Father, because we know that you are a merciful God and that you see and you know all. Yes, Lord. And because of that, we totally trust you. And I pray that uh, my brother Sam, our brother Sam, and his family, Father God, you continue to keep and guide them and protect them because of the days that we're living in. And I pray for everyone that is listening, all the saints that are listening, and we pray for all the people that have not made it into the kingdom yet, but they are coming, and amen. 
Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Well, Vicki, let me ask you, uh, uh, John, the 18th chapter, what specifically are you looking at in the 18th Actually, chapter? Well, I, 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 was, I read it last night, and I remember that it was uh, John 18. Mm-hmm. But if you could just, just talk about briefly uh, uh, his, his uh, betrayal. Uh, I, he was betrayed by Judas mm-hmm. and his arrest, you know, when they came to arrest Jesus. Well, you know, what stands out to me is, you know, when they came, um, Jesus, you know, Judas, was, Judas, Judas knew where Jesus was going to be, and he took the Roman cohort to, to Jesus. And yeah. Jesus, knowing all these things that were coming upon him, went forth and said to them, Whom do you seek? They answered him, Jesus the Nazarene. He said to them, I am he. And Judas also, who was betraying him, was standing with them. So he said to them, I am he. They drew back and they fell to the ground. Therefore he again asked them, Whom do you seek? And they said, Jesus the Nazarene. Jesus answered, I told you that I am he. So if you seek me, let these go their way. But what impresses me is that they all drew back and they fell to the ground. Yeah. He did this by just saying, I am he. Or I am. He's proclaiming to them, I am. Jesus is God. Who else can say I am? When when Moses asked, who shall I say sent me? He said, tell them I am sent you. I am that I am. He's yes. telling them, I am the creator of the universe. I am the son of God. I am he. I'm the one you're looking for. But not for the reason you're looking for. You're looking to arrest me. But you should be looking for me because I'm your God. You should be looking for me because I'm your Savior. You should be looking for me because I'm the one who can bring satisfaction to your life. I'm the one who can bring contentment to your life. I'm the one who can fill your heart. You should be looking for me for that, not for the reason you're looking for me tonight, to betray me, to, 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 to bring me to, to the Pharisees, to put me on trial, and to, and to crucify me and to kill me. You shouldn't be looking for me for that because I'm the one who can save you. And here I am proving that because I'm just telling you who I am and you're falling back. You're falling back. And you're falling back to the ground. There was, what, 500, 600 people there that night that were coming after Jesus. And with two words or three words, they all had to fall back to the ground. And he's, 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 he's putting on display that you might be coming after me, but you can't take me. I'm going, yes. with, you. I'm going with you of my own free will. You can't take me because with three words, I can put you on the ground. And here you are. You're on the ground. Now I'm going with you, but not by force. You're not taking me. Let these others go. Let these others go, and I'll go with you. It says, "Let seek me. Let these go their way to fulfill the word which he spoke. Of those whom you have given me, I lost not one. Jesus even here was thinking of others and was fulfilling scripture. So that's what stood out to me, that he, he wasn't taken. He went. He went with them. Yes. Sam, uh, the part... And the scripture where it says that that what the ones that you have given me um, I have not lost. Now, when Jesus said that, he's talking about us. He's talking about the the saints, the the people that was going to accept him, right? Jesus knew before the foundation. Mm-hmm. Of the, well, think well, about think about so Romans. Think about Romans the eighth chapter. Yes. What can I am convinced of this that neither height nor depth nor powers nor principalities nor angels nothing can separate you from the love of God. You know, no one can snatch us out of his hand. Nobody can tear us away from Jesus. He's not gonna lo- he's not gonna lose one. Not one. It says I'm not gonna lose any one that has given their life to me truly. Yes, because to me that's that's a very encouraging that that Jesus said that. Mm-hmm. And though you know we may backslide, and the Bible says that that God loves the backsliders, mm-hmm. like you said, that He will come after us. You know, mm-hmm. He loves us. He will find us. And I'm just so thankful that that Jesus is like that. But you know, when we are and when we do backslide, right? Mm-hmm. We are backsliding. We won't stay in that backsliding mm-hmm. state because we're gonna cry out to the Lord and ask Him to help us. Yeah. We want to come back to Him. So we will cry out to Him, whether it's an addiction, a stronghold, whatever it is, 
we're going to cry out to him and ask him to help us and to bring us back to him. Amen. And he's going to he's going to create a situation sometimes, yes. you know, where we are put in a situation where we do cry out to him. You know, yes. God is going to do it one way or another, and he's going to he's going to bring us back. To, you know, just look at where the prodigal son ended up. You know, he yes. wasn't he wasn't crying out. <clears throat> he wasn't crying out to his father because uh, he came to he he really you know he he was in the pig pen, and he got so he got to the point where he had to come to his senses. He realized where he was, you know, and the Lord allowed him to get in that. The Lord allowed him to get into that position so that he would come to his senses. And that's a lot of times where the Lord has to allow his people, but he's not going to lose. God is not see. God is not going to lose anyone that has truly given their heart to him. You know, but that doesn't mean he doesn't, that doesn't mean he violates our free will. We have the choice. We again have the choice to make. You know, he says, today I would put before you life and death, blessing and cursing. I would that you choose life. You know, he wants us to choose him. But once we choose him and truly give ourselves to him, he's not going to lose us. That's true. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Sam. God God, bless you. God bless you, Vicki. Thanks for calling in tonight. Well, if you'd like to call in tonight, we've got 15 minutes left. It's 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Let's go to our next caller and talk to Eric. Hi, Eric. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help you tonight? Hi, Sam. How are you? Doing well. How are you doing? Good. How's your new year? Doing well, thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Sam, I have a question. Okay. If a person believes in Jesus, do they have the Holy Spirit? Absolutely, Eric. As soon as you become born again, as soon as you receive Christ as your Savior, He gives you His Holy Spirit. He tells you, that the Holy Spirit will come and live. He says, you know, it's better, it's more advantageous for you. It's to your advantage that I leave, because if I don't leave, because if I leave, I will send you the helper. I will send you the Holy Spirit, and he will live within you. So as soon as you become a believer, as soon as you become born again, as soon as you give your life to Christ, he gives you the Holy Spirit. And the Bible tells us that we are not only filled or, or, or the Holy Spirit is not only just living with, within us, which is a tremendous yeah. thing to say uh, in the first place, but we're also sealed with the Holy Spirit. He says that we're sealed with the Holy Spirit so that this shows ownership. God yeah. owns us. Jesus paid yeah. for us. We're paid with, by the price of Jesus' blood on the cross. His, yeah. his sacrifice on the cross bought us, paid for us, and we are sealed yeah. with the Holy Spirit saying that we are his possession he owns us we have given ourselves to him and he owns us so we're filled with the holy spirit the holy spirit lives in us and we're sealed with the holy spirit and there's also the baptism of the holy spirit where he will baptize you in his spirit and you'll speak in tongues and he says you'll have power to to overcome all types of things you know you'll have power for ministry and power for service so yes. that's how you know you're, you're, you have the Holy Spirit is when you're saved. Amen? So when you're a believer, you have the Holy Spirit? Yes. Okay. All right. God bless Thank you. you Amen. God bless you. Good night. Good night. Oh, praise the Lord. So if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. You know, in our studies on Friday nights, we're studying the, the book of Esther. And uh, we were in uh, a few weeks ago. We were in the Book of Esther uh, in the in the fourth chapter, and we finished up the fourth chapter. And I love what the fourth chapter says. The fourth chapter at the right at the end of the chapter. Esther, well, Mordecai, <clears throat> excuse me, Mordecai is telling Esther, you know, you need to do something about this. You know, the the, the Haman's gonna. Uh, exterminate all the Jews in every province of, of 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 the kingdom, and you need to do something. And Esther's telling him, "You're crazy. You know, if I go into the king uh, and, and and he doesn't uh, extend the royal scepter to me, I could die." And then Mordecai says, "You know, don't you think you're queen for a reason? Don't you think that this that there's a purpose for you being a queen at this time?" So Esther says. She says this, 
Esther tells them to reply this way to Mordecai. Go assemble all the Jews who are found in Susa and fast for me. Fast for me. Do not eat or drink for three days or nights. And I and my maiden will also do the same. And thus I will go to the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. She's saying, if I perish, I perish. But this is what we'll do. Fast. Fast for three days. So so this last night, last Friday, we were in the fifth chapter, studying what, what, what happens after they fasted. So it says they fasted for three days. It says, now it came about on the third day, after they had fasted. This is the third day of the fast. Esther put on her royal robes and stood in the inner court of the king's palace in front of the king's rooms. And the king was sitting on his royal throne in the throne room opposite the entrance of the palace. When the king saw Esther, the queen, standing in the court, she obtained favor in his hand, in his eyes. And the king extended to Esther the golden scepter which was in his hand. So Esther came near and touched the top of the scepter. Then the king said to her, What is troubling you, Queen Esther? And what is your request? Even to half of the kingdom it shall be given to you. Esther said, If it pleases the king, may the king and Haman come this day to the banquet that I have prepared for him. So there's been a fast for three days because Esther has to do something. She has to get to the king and she has to stop this plan of Haman of killing all the Jews. So now the Bible doesn't tell us this specifically. But what do you think happened during the fast? Esther must have received instruction or direction from God as to what to do. Because here we have the fast, for they're, praying, they're fasting for three days. Esther's going to go into the king, and now all of a sudden we got a plan. Esther's telling the king, well, you know, here, here it is, king. Uh, if, it, if it pleases the king, may the king and Haman come to this, to this day, the banquet that I have prepared. So this, where did this banquet come from? How did she get the idea of this banquet? It must have been through prayer and fasting. Now the Bible doesn't say that God directed her because God is never mentioned in this book. This is the only book in the Bible where God is not mentioned. But this is what, what happened. She receives direction because all of a sudden we have this banquet that she wants to give. So what does this show us? Prayer and fasting works. You know, we need to be prayer, prayerful. We need to be fasting. We need to be fasting and, and fasting in prayer. We need to be people who pray. We need to be people who fast. You know, God has a purpose in prayer and fasting. And his purpose is to meet up with us. You know, we don't fast for things. We don't fast. You know, biblical fasting is not, well, if I fast, God will do this, or I want God to do this, so I'm going to fast. No, prayer and fasting is to meet with God. Prayer and fasting is to get your focus off of yourself and onto God. And I think so many of us have lost focus of what we should be doing as prayer as as, as prayer warriors, as fasting partners. You know, we should be in prayer and fasting because we should be seeking the wisdom, the instruction the presence of God. So God's purpose in prayer and fasting is to meet up with us, to speak to us. You know, and, and what we do is we deny the flesh. In, why, does, why, does, why does God call us to fast? Because in fasting, we're denying the flesh. We're getting our focus off of ourselves and putting our focus on Jesus Christ. You know, the very thing that, 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 that Esther was most afraid of. Never happened. You know, the moment she was walking before the, the, the king's throne room, she found favor in his eyes. And he, he extended to her the scepter. And she didn't die. 
the king received her, and she was able to do what God told her or must have told her to do. Where else would she have gotten this idea for a banquet? God told her what to do, and she was doing it. Then the king said, Bring Haman quickly that we may do as Esther desires. So the king and Haman came to the banquet which Esther had prepared. As they drank their wine at the banquet, the king said to Esther, What is your petition? For it shall be granted to you. And what is your request? Even to half of the kingdom it shall be done. Now, wouldn't you think this would be a perfect time for Esther to expose Haman's plan? Notice notice that, that, that Esther doesn't expose Haman's plan at all. You know why? Again, God has given her instructions. God has more to do. You know, and if you continue to read into the into the sixth chapter, you'll see that God is at work. God is at work. God's doing something else. You know, there's too many things that fall into place for God not to be at work in the book of Esther. Even though he's not mentioned, even though his name is never mentioned, God is at work. So God has more to do, as you'll see in, in chapter 6 if you continue. So Esther follows what God must have told her to do. And when we truly meet with God, when we truly spend time with God, when you're in, in, in his word, and when you're in prayer, and when you're fasting, and when you're meditating on the Lord, he will always make his plans clear to you. He might not always give you all the information, but he will always tell you what you need to do. When you spend time in prayer, when you spend time with, with God, he's going to instruct you. He's going to tell you what to do. What does it say in Jeremiah 29? I, I, I want to go to it real quickly. Jeremiah 29.12, if I can get to it. 29.12. 29.12 tells us this. It says, Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. I will be found by you. Esther was looking for direction. Esther was looking for favor. Esther was looking for, for, for instructions. What, what is she going to do? How is she going to deal with this situation? And God gave her the answer through prayer and fasting. Through prayer and fasting. We need to be those who pray and fast. We need to be those who are seeking God. I need it more in my life. You need it more in your life. I hope that, 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 that you'll take to heart this message. If you need direction, if you need instruction, pray, fast, seek the Lord with all your heart. And there's a promise that you, you will find what you're looking for if you're looking for God. Amen? Well, as you can hear, the music in the background is playing, and that means our time's up for tonight. Well, it's 2019. Again, I wish you a happy, prosperous, joyful year in the Lord. It's our 32nd year here at KKLA. Keep us in prayer. Hopefully you'll help us with finances and keeping us here at KKLA. But most of all, pray. Pray that the Lord will use this program, continue to use this program, that there would be strength, power, and the Holy Spirit working. Amen? Well, don't forget about being in church. Today is the Lord's Day. It's Sunday. Make sure you're in the house of the Lord. Make sure you're, you go with an offering of prayer and worship and praise and, and just glorifying God. Be there. Be before the Lord. Amen? Well, that's it for tonight. We'll see you next week. God bless you and good night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.